It's the 2022 World Cup. It's the squad update for Wales. Hello and welcome to the International Soccer Preview by Soccer Files Canada. I'm Kevin. And I'm Connor. And today we are updating Wales' squad for the 2022 World Cup. Yes, we've done a podcast on the groups, which took a close look at Wales's team, as well as a player media cast, which went through each of the candidates for making the final squad. And that ended with a prediction of the starters. And actually, there's a short version of each of those as well. So this media cast is an addendum to that. In other words, we won't be repeating all of the information, um, but we'll simply be adding on to it. So it's not necessary to listen to uh, the previous player version. Um, but the conclusions we draw here are based on that information and explained in more detail there. So we recommend the full player podcast, um, but if we have time, we're also hoping to release a player version focused solely on the final squad, uh, giving the bios of just the 20 Yes, players. and uh, the final squad has been released, and uh, today we'll find out how accurate we were in our predictions. We're going to list the names of the candidates, and uh, then announce who made the preliminary. Well, there was no preliminary squad for Wales, but uh, then uh, announce the uh, players who made the final squad. So as we guessed, most squads had a few surprises, players who didn't make it and new or unexpected players who did. So we'll go over those players and summarize them again at the end. Yes, and we'll also discuss whether the selections and games played since June 2022 have changed our thoughts on our predicted starters and on the team's progress. So, uh, I am wearing a Cardiff shirt for lack of a Wales shirt. I, uh, I feel pretty good about that, at least I'm close. Yeah, I've also got a Cardiff shirt, though mine is red and has a dragon um, on it. Uh, you you beat me. <laughs> color switch. So yeah, it's uh, it's even closer. All right. Well, well done. Okay. Well, we're going to start by looking at uh, formations. We are kind of focused on the September games here, but uh, we'll kind of review the formations that we had in the main player podcast uh, with the September games at the end. So uh, would you like to take us through that, Connor? Yeah. So um, Wales basically have used a lot of different formations. Um, from the Euro Cup and World Cup qualifying, um, sometimes with four, sometimes with five, sometimes with three at the back. Um, and they kind of switched it up again um, for the most two most recent uh, games. Those were Nation League uh, games. Um, they used a 3-4-2-1, which actually is not something they had used previously. So um, whether it's flexible or indecisive, um, I guess it's a bit of both. Um, but yeah, 3-4-2-1 is what Wales used. Um, in the Nations League games, um, a loss to Belgium and a loss to Poland. Yeah, and uh, generally um, I see a kind of a, a change from a four-man back line to a three-man central defence. Those uh, five uh, five at the back is also a three-man uh, central defence. Uh, do you think they're going to go with that into the cup? It looks likely. Um, it's also what they use for the all-important World Cup qualifying playoffs. So I agree. I think there's been a trend towards that. So I think that's what we'll see in the World Cup. Right. Okay. Well, let us move on. We don't really have a formation to keep in mind as we go through, but we will uh, kind of point out uh, as we go through. And let's begin uh, with the managers. Yeah. So um, Ryan Giggs was the manager. Um, 
up until 2020 um, when Robert Page took over. Um, he's now the permanent full-time manager. Giggs is no longer in the picture. So it'll be Robert Page will lead Wales uh, into their first uh, World Cup since 1958. Oh, yes. Okay. Well, we are going to mark Page as a definite candidate here who made the squad, as it were. And uh, for the other positions, we're going to begin by going through the names and the likelihood that we gave of uh, them making the squad. And then uh, we will uh, show which ones did make the squad and then finish with a summary of the position. So who do we have for goalkeepers? Yeah, so we had um, under definite to make the squad, um, Adam Davies and Wayne Hennessy. We had Danny Ward as likely and we had one possible candidate in Tom King. Right. I'm just going to put Wayne Hennessy ahead of Adam Davies there because uh, uh, a more like a more likely candidate. And actually, Adam Davies is a good uh, a good uh, point to talk about what we're doing here. So we have him as definite to make the squad, but almost definitely not a starter uh, since he's behind the other keepers. So this uh, really is just um, their likelihood of making the squad. And then later we'll talk about uh, starters. Anyway, uh, we do have Wayne Hennessy making the squad and Adam Davies and also uh, uh, Danny Ward. No surprises there. However, uh, Tom King did not make the squad, so the possible candidate uh, drops off our list. All right, well, here's the situation for goalkeepers. Uh, it was all Ward in the European Cup and in regular uh in regular World Cup qualifying. However, Hennessy came in for the two playoff games at the end of World Cup qualifying and then went on to play the two uh, June Nations League games. And uh, also he played the two September Nations League games. So looks like he's taking over the starting spot there, Connor. Yeah, I, I think it's, um, yeah, it's interesting. Um, Hennessy has been the longtime goalkeeper, but he's not playing regularly whereas Danny Ward is now playing regularly for Leicester. So, um, yeah, I guess we'll talk about starters later, but it's kind of an interesting situation uh, in goal. Yeah, yeah, it is. And as you say, we'll uh, get into it uh, a bit more later, but let's move on to central defenders uh, for now. And uh, do you want to take us through the candidates? Sure. So we had uh, three definite candidates. Those were Chris Mepham, um, Joe Rodon, and Ethan Ampadu. Um, who's currently on loan in Spezia in Italy. Um, we had one likely candidate, that was Tom Lockyer. And then we had a few possible but unlikely candidates in Ben Cabango, James Lawrence, and Oliver Denner. Okay, and we have a couple of notes on those players, which we'll come back to, but first I'll announce who made it. So all three of our definite candidates, Chris Mepham, uh, Joe Rodon, and Ethan Ampadu, uh, made the squad. And then uh, Tom Lockyer made the squad, but we had a note on him. Do you want to tell us what's up? Yeah, so Lockyer actually hadn't played um, for Wales for a year. Um, however, it seems like he was selected due to the injury of Reese Norrington-Davies. Um, so kind of called in to replace an injured player. Uh, yeah, we didn't necessarily think so because we had him as a likely candidate. But uh, either way, uh, he is making the squad. And uh, down to the possible but unlikely, we actually have Ben Cabano, uh, Ben Cabango making the squad, uh, but James Lawrence and Oliver Denham not making the squad. So we'll delete them from the list. 
All right, well, let's summarize the position. Uh, as we saw in the formation since the 2021 Euro Cup, they've increasingly used a three-man back line, and it was Mepham, Rodon, and Ampadu. However, sometimes the uh, left-back Ben Davies came into that back line, kind of playing as the left central defender. And uh, in the September Nations League games, I think Davies was injured. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, but the left-back Norrington Davies uh, went back to play left central defender. But as we know, uh, Norrington Davies didn't make the squad. So anyway, the point is sometimes we have the left-back coming coming into play uh, in the central defense. And it's actually left backs that we move on to now. Yeah, so we had Ben Davies, who you mentioned as a definite candidate, and Reese Norrington Davies as a likely candidate in the left back spot. All right, well, uh, Ben Davies did make the squad, and we already know that uh, uh, Reese Norrington Davies did not, but we have a couple of notes on both of these players. Yeah, so Ben Davies was out with a knee injury for Wales' September games, but he was back in action by early October, and in fact is playing regularly for his club, Tottenham. And then um, Reese Norrington Davies initially was kind of a surprise non-selection, considering he started both of the September Nations League games. Um, however, we later learned that it was a hamstring injury that he picked up in late October. Um, that is really the reason why he's not in the team. Yeah, so do you, do you consider that a big loss? We did have him as likely. I think he's, I mean, he's a young player. He's only 23 years old, um, but he, he was somebody who was growing into the team. I think Wales have cover in the position, and I'm not sure he would have been a starter, but I think it's, you know, it would have been possible that he saw some action. So, um, yeah, it's a bit of a loss for Wales, but not not one that they can't recover from. Yes, okay, and uh, maybe these comments to summarize will uh, fill in more of what you just said. Uh, the position uh, the position of left-back was increasingly a winger position, if you think about the three-man back line. Uh, often the left and right-backs were pushing up to a wing position. Uh, Davies is a starter, but as we noted, he sometimes moved into the central defensive role, uh, which opens up space as the, the winger or the left back for other players. So actually, um, I think more so than Reese Norrington Davies, uh, it was sometimes uh, the right back, Nico Williams, and he actually started uh, the September Nations League games uh, over there on the left side. Okay, let's move on to uh, right backs, and uh, we have uh, three candidates here. Yeah, all in the definite and likely category. Um, so in definite, we have Connor Roberts and Chris Gunter. And for likely, we had Nico Williams. Yes, that's right. And uh, we have no notes on these players. And uh, uh, actually, all three of them made it. So uh, Connor Roberts, Chris Gunter, and Nico Williams, all part of the uh, squad. And uh, in summary of the position, it was increasingly a winger position, just like on the uh, left side there. Uh, generally speaking, it was Gunter in the first half of the period we're talking about, and that's from the 2021 Euro Cup to June 2022. And then in the second half of that period, it was uh, Connor Roberts. Uh, Connor Roberts also played both September Nations League games. All right, well, moving swiftly on, we are, are on to the midfielders already, and uh, defensive midfielders, who do we got? Yeah, so for defensive midfielders, um, we had a possible candidate 
in Manchester City youngster Matthew Smith. Um, and in possible but unlikely, we had uh, Will Vaults. Um, and then I'll talk about central midfielders too. Um, so um, we have Aaron Ramsey, but um, we'll talk about him more as an attacking midfielder. Um, so that means in central midfield, we had as a likely candidate, Joe Allen, as well as Joe Morrell. Um, we had a possible candidate um, in uh, Dylan Levitt. Okay, and uh, yes, on the list we have uh, Joe Morrell uh, as an injury doubt when we did the main podcast, so we'll come back and talk about that. Uh, in fact, we have notes on a couple of players there, um, uh, but I'll announce first who made it. So uh, Matthew Smith, the possible defensive midfielder, was selected for the squad. However, uh, possible but unlikely Will Volks did not make the squad. And as you said, we'll deal with Aaron Ramsey um, later. I'm actually going to move him down to um, uh, down to the attacking midfielder on our list right here. Uh, so that leaves us with uh, Joe Allen and Joe Morale. Well, both of those were selected for the final squad, but we have uh, a note on Joe Allen. But I'll just quickly finish and say that Dylan Lavert, the possible candidate, also made the squad. So let's go back and look at some of the notes. Yeah, so beginning with uh, Joe Allen, um, he's a long-serving member of the Wales team, um, and he was out since the end of September with a hamstring injury, missing the September Nations League games. Uh, his return date um, was is actually unknown, but he, he was selected with this knowledge. So I think the situation now is that it's touch and go as to whether he will be recovered enough in time to play. Um, he, he may become fit later in the tournament, but um, obviously an important enough member of the squad to be selected regardless. Yikes, I don't want to be missing him. Maybe we'll talk about it a little bit, but let's uh, let's look at the note on Joe Morrow because we did have him as an injury doubt uh, when we did the main player podcast. Yeah, and that was down to a, a fractured toe that he suffered in June. Um, and he also had a groin injury in August, but it looks like he was fit to play from September onward. So um, he seems healthy and he's uh, part of the squad as well. Well, that's great. I'm glad uh, we wouldn't be missing them both. Uh, what do you think of the possible loss of Joe Allen? Um, I think it's a big loss. I mean, he's, um, yeah, one of the more experienced players. He can help set the tempo there. Um, I know he's um, in his 30s now, but I think he's still an important player. So fingers crossed as a Wales fan that he'll be fit for game one. Yeah, yeah, I feel that way too. Uh, okay, well, let's summarize the position. It was Joe Allen and Morel uh, who seemed to be the main men in the defensive side of the midfield position. Uh, center back, uh, sorry, yeah, central defender Ampadu was used a bit in the uh, central midfield toward the end. Uh, he and the defensive midfielder Smith actually played the first September Nations League game while Levitt and Morrell uh, played in the other, Allen out injured there, of course. Uh, okay, and then we'll uh, come back to our starter predictions at the end. But meanwhile, we move on to uh, left midfielders. Yeah, um, we initially had Gareth Bale as a left midfielder, but we'll move him to a forward section because that's kind of where he plays more, but really he plays everywhere for Wales, so it's kind of hard to pin him down. Um, and then we did have a note on Hal Robson Canu, um, who we noted seems to be uh, off the squad. 
Right. So uh, with moving Bale to the forward line, we really only have uh, Hal Robson Canu to deal with, and uh, he was not selected for the squad. So that leaves us with uh, no left midfielders, and in fact, uh, no right midfielders. So I'll just summarize the position then. Uh, well, in fact, the position is rarely used, and uh, when it is, it's usually, uh, believe it or not, right winger Harry Wilson who comes across to play kind of a left midfielder role. Uh, however, the position was also not used in the September uh, Nations League games. And uh, same thing on the right. Um, in this case, the right midfielder role, when used, is uh, filled by a central midfielder, uh, one of the ones that we've already met. But again, it wasn't used in the um, September Nations League games. So uh, there we go. So we're kind of moving upfield onto the attack. And uh, let's look at... Actually, uh, I combined positions here to left wingers and left attacking midfielders. We'll do the same on the right. So do you want to take us through the, let's say, the upper left quadrant of the field? Sure. Beginning on the left side, um, we identified Daniel James as a definite candidate. And then we also had Ben Woodburn, but he was on the, under the category of seems to be off the squad. And indeed, he is off the squad, so we'll remove his name from the list, uh, leaving us just with Daniel James over there. And uh, to summarize this position, um, uh, when it is actually a, ring, uh, a, a winger role, the left defender uh, usually comes up and plays in that role. So the left uh, attacking midfield role is, um, is only sometimes used but uh, the same player who plays the left attacking midfielder would play the left forward often in a 4-3-3 formation. So uh, Daniel James is more attacking and uh, usually uh, used as a left attacking midfielder or even a left forward. In the September Nations League games, we saw him playing both games and starting as a left attacking midfielder. All right, over to the right we go. I forgot to highlight him as uh, making the squad, but Daniel James is on the squad. And let's go over to the right. Yeah, so um, we have two um, players under the definite category. So the first is Brennan Johnson. We actually initially had him coded as a secondary striker, but we're moving him to kind of the right winger, right attacking mid as that's, that's where he's playing. So uh, Nottingham Forest, Brennan Johnson is one, and Fulham's Harry Wilson is the other definite candidate. Um, as a likely candidate, we had Sorba Thomas. As possible, we had Rabi Matondo. And for seems to be off the squad, we have David Brooks. Okay, and uh, let's go through who made it. So Brennan Johnson and Harry Wilson, both selected, are two definite candidates. Uh, also, uh, Thomas Sorba, our likely candidate, and um, our possible candidate. I think uh, we had him as likely for a little while and then moved him down to possible. Uh, and maybe it's a good thing we did because he did not make the squad, and uh, nor did uh, David Brooks. But uh, even on the graphic here, we have a note uh, that Harry Wilson was injured. So uh, what became of that? Yeah, he was out with a knee injury uh, for the September games, um, actually dated back to early August, but he has come back for his club, um, or was back in action by the middle of October, so that seems to be behind him. Okay, that is uh, wonderful. 
And um, okay, well, let's summarize the position. So um, again, the right backs may come up to play the white right winger role when it is a right winger. And the right attacking midfielder position uh, in this case is only sometimes used, um, is only sometimes played by the same player who plays the right forward position. So uh, on the right attacking midfielder, we have um, mostly, mostly Bale, Gareth Bale, uh, with Daniel James moving over from the left side sometimes. But in Nations League, uh, Brennan Johnson came into the position and he also started the September Nations League games there. So uh, working his way into the squad, hey? Mm -hmm. All right. Well, we're already at forwards and we uh, include attacking midfielders in the forward line. So let's take a look at who we have there. Yeah, so we had two definite candidates. The first is Aaron Ramsey, who's now playing with Nice in France, um, and also Johnny Williams uh, with Swindon. And for one possible candidate, we listed uh, Cardiff City's Ruben Colwell. All right, Cardiff City. Okay, and actually, uh, Aaron Ramsey is coded as a central midfielder, but I've moved him to uh, attacking midfielder here uh, because he is uh, more of an attacking player than a defensive player. Would you agree? Yes, yeah, for sure. And certainly for Wales. Yeah, right. Uh, okay, but in terms of who made it, uh, Aaron Ramsey was selected for the squad. Jonathan Williams or uh, Johnny Williams also selected. And uh, even possible candidate Reuben Colwell uh, made it good for Cardiff. Yeah, nice to have some uh, representation. Uh, Colwell, just 20 years of age, so it would be a good experience for him. Yeah, and you have a good sense of the Champions uh, Championship League better than me. Uh, uh, have you noticed uh, Colwell? Yeah, he, he's been he's had some kind of minor injury, so he hasn't probably played as much for Cardiff as he would have liked. Um, but I think he was actually a surprise inclusion in their Euro twenty twenty one squad. Um, so despite that, he's uh, yeah kind of found a way into the Wales squad at, at a young age. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll be happy if he gets onto the field. Uh, let's summarize the position of attacking midfielder. Actually, the formation rarely uh, calls for a central attacking midfielder, uh, but sometimes they have five midfielders across the uh, middle of the field. Uh, so uh, there may be like a little one-two formation in the center. So those uh, two kind of act as attacking midfielder uh, midfielders. Uh, Ramsey and other central midfielders were a part of that, as was the uh, nominally right winger Harry Wilson. Uh, but this position wasn't used in the September Nations League games. Uh, and uh, uh, Ramsey was actually absent from those games. And uh, Harry Wilson was injured, as you mentioned, for those games. So perhaps they, they used that formation because they lacked the players. Uh, okay, moving on to uh, secondary strikers. Uh, we did have um, Brendan Johnson here, but we moved him uh, over to the right side. Uh, and we have one other candidate. Yeah, and that's just a player who seems to be off the squad. Um, and that is uh, Tom Lawrence. Yes, and he is off the squad. So we can kind of delete the whole category here and uh, move on to forwards so uh let's go through the candidates for forwards yeah so starting um with none other than gareth bale um we had him as a definite candidate um as we did cardiff city forward mark harris um for likely we had Kiefer moore and then we had two possible candidates 
uh, Wes Burns of Ipswich and Tyler Roberts, and one possible but unlikely, that being Nathan Broadhead. Okay, and that long string of letters after Barrett Gale's name kind of shows the elusiveness of trying to pin him down to a position. He's nominally right now a left midfielder, but it seems like every time I, I check my sources, it's something different. Uh, but Gareth Bale, anyway, uh, no surprise, uh, he's on the squad. And uh, Mark Harris, um, another Cardiff player, also making the squad. And uh, Kiefer Moore, the likely candidate making the squad. He's showing some good form uh, in the league. And uh, Wes Burns, Robert Tyler, uh, not making it, the possible candidates. Uh, but there is a note on Robert Tyler, which Connor will come to right away. And uh, possible but unlikely, Nathan Broadhead uh, also not making the squad. So what did we have on, uh, on Tyler Roberts there? Yeah, Tyler Roberts. Um, we did find an article that it was a calf injury prevented his selection. Um, and it seems to be the case. Um, he's, he's on loan with um, QPR and hasn't been playing for his club. So it does seem that injury has held him back. Yeah, I think I wrote it that way because my main sources uh, didn't report it as an injury, but uh, um, I found an article that did. Um, all right, any comments on the uh, forwards there? I mentioned uh, Kiefer Moore's uh, uh, form uh, is good. Yeah, he gives something different. He's now playing in the Premier League with Burnmouth, moving there from Cardiff. And yeah, he's he's put away a few goals. And yeah, he's 6'5", a big presence up front. Great, great in the air. So, um, yeah, he does give gives them something different and kind of a handful for for any defender. Yeah, I like that you threw in that he's from Cardiff. Woo! Okay, that was a bit unprofessional. I, I, I'm sorry. All right, well, we have finished uh, the, going through the players, and we're going to come back and talk about the starters there. Uh, but we have a few stats we'll go through. So we went through some of these uh, similar stats for the, uh, for the selection as a whole, all the players uh, that uh, were candidates. Now we're going to go through the same thing, uh, but just for the 26 players. So um, take it away, Connor. Yes, yeah, so as an average age, Wales are 26.4. Um, in their squad, they include uh, three players um, who are actually 33 or older um, and seven players who are 22 or younger. So... Um, the average age 26, but there is actually a bit of a spread. Um, Wayne Hennessy is the oldest player at uh, 35. Yeah, maybe take us through some of the uh, older players and uh, some of the key younger players. We maybe don't want to go through all seven of them. Yeah, so um, among the players in their 30s, it includes uh, Gareth Bale, Joe Allen, uh, Aaron Ramsey, and Kiefer Moore. So those are kind of stalwarts, and with the exception of Kiefer Moore, all players who've been around. Uh, for some time, but are still very important players for Wales. Yeah, it's a bit of a knife to my heart that Gareth Bale and Aaron Ramsey probably only have a few years left. Yeah, yeah. Um, 33 Bale, 31 Ramsey. Um, but there is a good crop of younger players coming in. So the youngest is Reuben Colwell um, at 20. But other players um, kind of in the younger group that actually are involved quite a bit include Ethan Ampadu, um, Nico Williams and Brennan Johnson, those are all um, potential starters. And there's a couple others that are probably more likely to see time from the bench. Yeah, it's good to see some of these younger players actually uh, uh, being starters, kind of coming through. Um, 
uh, coming through the system uh, gives a bit of hope for the future. In terms of the average age for most teams, it's 26.8. <coughs> so we've noted during this World Cup that the average age of teams seems to be a little bit older. Uh, so um, Wales at uh, 26.4, slightly uh, younger than average. Uh, let's look at the caps. Yeah, so the average number of caps for Wales is 38. 38.0. And uh, the overall average, um, I've uh, kind of compiled compiled it for 10 teams here, uh, kind of doing it as we go. Uh, 34.6. So a little bit more experienced uh, uh, than most teams. And that seems to uh, kind of run alongside uh, the age of, of, of some of their uh veteran and star players all right well total goals for wales connor do you have a guess whether they're scoring more or less than other teams i'm gonna guess probably less all right well we have uh, 92 goals for uh, among all of these players and the average is uh, uh this little statistic we do which doesn't mean much in itself uh total goals per cap uh, so Wales is 19, uh, 9.3. Uh, the average we have right now is 12.8. So uh, Wales, the lowest scoring team, and I think they're going to end up being the lowest scoring team among the 32 teams. Uh, right now, the only one close to that low is Japan, who we know kind of have a scoring problem. Uh, would you say Wales have a scoring problem? In general, yes. Um, I mean, their style is to win games one nothing. They're not a high-scoring team. Bale has 40 goals across 108 caps, so that's a rate of 37%. Aaron Ramsey has 20 goals, a rate of 26. Um, and Kiefer Moore has nine, but no one else in the team has more than five goals. So that does show uh, perhaps an over-dependence and over-reliance on uh, a very small number of players. Yeah. Uh, Thirty-seven percent for Bale is is very good. Um, Kiefer Moore, I'm I'm pretty impressed with that. Uh, nine goals in twenty-eight games is thirty-two percent. Uh, it's higher than Aaron Ramsey at twenty-six. But as you say, then uh, no one else above fifteen percent. So uh, definitely a bit of a concern. All right. Well, we're going to finish. Uh, or uh, our next section is kind of summaries of uh, several things. So we'll begin with. Uh, uh, a summary of notable non-selections. Well, there's there's really no one to talk about here. Um, no one that we identified as definite or likely uh, failed to make the squad. Um, Ravi Matondo, he was a possible candidate. Um, he might have started as likely for us. He didn't make it, but um, that's really the only name worth noting. Good. That makes me feel good about our predictions, uh, Con Connor. How about you? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think Wales have a good core group of players, but no surprises from Robert Page, or said another way, you and I had covered it all. Yeah, <laughs> great. Okay, well, we do uh, have a one surprise inclusion. Do you want to tell us about that? Yeah, and that's um, Swansea, uh, Swansea City's young centre-back, uh, Ben Cabango, um, who seems to have worked his way into the squad. Um, he'd only started one of their 14 games since the 2021 Euro Cup, and... Um, not selected for 10 of those. So a bit surprised, um, but he is playing regularly uh, for Swansea. So uh, perhaps in on form. 
yeah, as you say, he was on our list, but uh, didn't look like he was uh, getting enough time with the squad to really make it. But good for him making it. Um, let's move on to new players. Yeah, and there's none to speak of here. Um, yeah, no, no players kind of looking at someone with really like no experience or kind of just, you know, zero caps, basically. No one new is being brought in. So, um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, on the one hand, it's kind of sad that there's, uh, you know, no uh, hot new player in form that they can add to the squad. On the other hand, it kind of speaks to their uh, limited selection pool and uh, maybe a bit to the tightness of the squad also. Yeah, I agree. Okay, well, we have uh, divided injuries into various categories, so we're going to update on injuries now. And uh, the first of four categories is those recovered from injury. Yeah, and um, the ones that have recovered from injury are Ben Davies, Joe Morell, and Harry Wilson. All right, and uh, thank the gods for that, because um, we can't afford to lose many players uh, uh, in Wales, given our, our limited pool of players to deal with. And we did give the details on those players above, so we'll just kind of stick with the names. Uh, next category is injury doubts. So that is someone who uh, is uh, maybe involved in an injury, but was still uh, on the roster. So they may come off the roster or they may be brought into the cup with the injury doubt. Yeah, and one person to mention, and that's Joe Allen. Um, like we said, we don't know his uh, return date yet, but um, as kind of an important member of the squad, it, um, you know, Robert Page was willing to take the chance that he'll recover. Right. I think uh, the team and the Wales fans will be kind of watching that right up until the uh, uh, the first day of games, hoping that he'll be uh, uh, available for recovery. Uh, the third category is those who were actually dropped due to injury. Yeah, and the one person we have was the unfortunate Reese uh, Norrington Davies. Right. So uh, all in all, I think uh, we came out fairly unscathed, would you say, or would you consider us a bit unlucky? Yeah, mostly unscathed. Um, the, the players who, again, have recovered from injuries and then Joe Allen, who, who may be fit, um, it's good that they're, um, yeah, that they're, they haven't lingered into the World Cup. And, and I know that Ramsey and Bale have both been injury prone in their careers. So I think that Neat that uh, neither Bale or Ramsey's on this list is kind of the biggest sigh of relief. Yeah, yeah, uh, very true. All right, well, finally, uh, we have uh, people or uh, players who were injured, but they were not strong candidates uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, and that was just uh, Tyler Roberts. Right, with that calf injury. Okay, well, let us move on uh, to predicted starters. Take it away, Connor. All right, so manager we know is Rob Page. Uh, he'll be coming. Um, for goalkeepers, we have uh, three goalkeepers in the squad, uh, Wayne Hennessy, Adam Davies, and Danny Ward. All right. Well, uh, Connor actually argued for Hennessy in the uh, full player podcast. That was uh, after the June games while I was arguing for uh, Ward. So Connor seemed to win that with Hennessy playing uh, both of the September Nations League games. Uh, but we don't know why Ward lost the starting position, really, or maybe Connor had to comment on that. Uh, uh, he also seems to be the more informed uh, and prominent keeper uh, uh, in terms of club affiliation. Uh, but anyway, right now it does look like Hennessy, uh, and we can't 
Um, uh, yeah, so it does look like Hennessy. Are you still strong on that? I guess logic is on your side. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it is a bit unusual in that, you know, Ward is playing regularly in the Premier League and Hennessy is just on the bench. But um, Hennessy did, I think, has the manager's trust as a as the experienced um, goalkeeper. He's uh, He played very well in those playoff games, producing one very memorable save, if you recall, that helped send Wales to the World Cup. So I think that uh, that faith in Hennessy will be rewarded and I think he'll start um, game one. So you think that's take precedent over the current uh, good form of, of Ward? I do, and uh, maybe a bit of conservatism from the manager just to go with the player he knows and has got him here. Um, if it was form, of course, it would be Ward because he's playing and Hennessy isn't, but I think he'll be loyal to, uh, to Wayne Hennessy. All right. Well, I think your, uh, your greater knowledge of kind of championship uh, things, I'll defer to that and Mark Wayne Hennessy as the uh, starter. I'm not totally against you. Um, I think I would put them kind of uh, both in yellow, but um, uh, you win. You win this round, buddy. All right. <laughs> okay, let's look at central defenders. Uh, do you want to take us through the names? Sure. So we had um, Chris Mepham, Joe Rodon, Ethan Ampadu, Tom Lockyer, and Ben Cabango. That's right. Uh, and in this case, it seemed uh, pretty fluid uh, with the left defender sometimes coming into the back line and also uh, central defender Ampadu moving up to play as a defensive midfielder. Uh, so we have uh, Mepham and Rodon as starters. Uh, and we have Ampadu as a uh, as a possible starter, uh, especially if they go back to a two-man uh, defense. It, it could be Ampadu uh, losing his position there. Um, but since he is also serviceable uh, as a defensive midfielder, I'm tempted to move him up to a starter. Uh, any thoughts on that, Connor? Yeah, it kind of depends on the role and the and the formation that they'll play. I'm sure he'll. He'll contribute in some ways, but I'm not sure on the start. I agree with you, as Chris Messam and Joe Rodon is kind of the first two names um, among centre-backs. All right, let's leave it at that, because we do have him as uh, perhaps starting or starting some games. And we move on to left-backs. Yeah, so in left-back, we have um, Ben Davies, and then uh, Reese Norrington-Davies, as we mentioned, is, is out. Yes, uh, unfortunately, so uh, missing a bit of backup there. Well, we had Davies as a starter at the end of the uh, um, full-length podcast, so we're going to stick with that. Uh, we see maybe uh, Nico Williams, the right-back, uh, as the backup now, especially that uh, Norrington Davies is out. He has played on the left side there. Um, so anyway, Ben Davies, uh, a starter, and let's move over to the right side. Yeah, so there we have Connor Roberts, uh, Chris Gunter, and Nico Williams. All right, and uh, Connor Roberts seems to have wrested the starting position from Gunter. Um, we had um, Connor Roberts as a starter uh, at the end of the full player podcast, and that was kind of reinforced by the fact that Connor Roberts played both of the September uh, Nations League games. So uh, Connor Roberts, um, I'm going to highlight as a definite. Uh, but any thoughts on Nico Williams there? I think uh, some people will be hoping he's a starter. 
Yeah, it's possible that Ben Davey slides into the center back position and then Nico Williams starts as a left back. Um, so possible, um, but I, I'm more confident with the names we have. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll see. He is playing for, for Nottingham Forest in the Premier League. Uh, okay, would you bargain for uh, Nico Williams as a possible starter? Should we highlight him in yellow? I think it could be possible, especially as um, as a three-man um yeah, central defense is, is favored. So, yeah, I could I could accept possible. I, I do see it. Okay, you're hedging too much. This is on you, man. This is your call. Possible starter, Nico Williams. <laughs> All right. That was, uh, that was pretty forceful. Okay. Defensive and central midfielders, uh, uh, who do we have? So here we have Matthew Smith, uh, Joe Allen, Joe Morrell, and Dylan Levitt. All right. Well, we had Alan and Morrell uh, uh, as starters at the end of the full-length podcast. And uh, we don't see any reason to uh, change this other than the fact that Alan might be out injured. Uh, I favor uh, Ampadu moving up if Alan remains injured. Yeah, and I actually agree with you there that I see Ampadu as the most likely replacement. All right. Uh, left and right midfielders, we really had no candidate, so we jumped forward to uh, the um, left winger slash left attacking midfielder. Yeah, and the only name we have there is uh, Daniel James. Right, and actually this is a bit of a misnomer because the left winger, as we noted in the uh, podcast or in the uh, earlier, is is going to be the defender, the left and right back. So really just left attacking midfielder or left forward. Um, Daniel James. So I, I argued for Daniel James as a starter in the main podcast, but Connor was doubtful uh, due to James's poor club form. And so in the end, we agreed as uh, putting him as yellow, kind of a, a maybe or a sometimes starter. Um, it seems like I won this round as he started both September Nations League games. And uh, I don't know if we really took into account enough that he had started 12 of their 14 games since the 2021 Euro Cup. Uh, so uh, I'm, I'm hoping to persuade you to upgrade him to a definite. Yeah, I, I concede defeat um, in this round. I, I give it to you. Um, I think Daniel James, um, I'm convinced that he will start. All right. Uh, I mean, I feel like I bullied you into that. <laughs> okay, what do we got for right-wingers? So for right-wingers, we have Brennan Johnson, uh, Harry Wilson, and uh, Sorba Thomas. All right. Well, uh, we have um, uh, Bale actually could be the starter uh, over here on the right side, uh, but it is more often... Uh, a forward. So Brennan Johnson is making good inroads recently. Uh, we did have him in yellow at the end of the last podcast, suggesting we thought he may start. And um, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna test out uh, going up to a starter for Brennan Johnson. What do you think? Um, I would say um, he's still possible, partly because there are forwards who can play um, in that position. Um, so I'm going to say um, possible for now. Do you do you agree? Uh, that would make it a tie overall. And uh, um, no, I, actually, logically, I agree with you. Not quite uh, enough to be a starter, although I certainly wouldn't be surprised if he did. Maybe not a starter position, but certainly get a couple of starts. 
All right, uh, attacking midfielder. Uh, do you want to go through the candidates? Yeah, so we have Aaron Ramsey, Johnny Williams, and Ruben Colwell. All right. Well, actually, Ramsey barely played in the Nations League games and only started five of their 14 games uh, since the 2021 Euro Cup. So normally, Connor, going on uh, evidence-based reasoning, uh, we would not have him as a starter. Yeah, however, if he's fit, it's it's hard not to see him as a starter. He's such a an important and influential player. I think uh, should he be fit, um, he will start. And I think probably the reason he only started um, or started so few games was probably due to injuries, which he um, kind of have blighted his career. But I think he seems fit, and I expect him to start. Yeah, it also struck me when I was writing this up, and, and uh, maybe Bale will add evidence to this, that I wonder if uh, um, Wales has been managing the minutes of Ramsey and Bale because uh, uh, they're not playing as much, but, but they do seem to show up for all of the important games. Do you think their minutes are being managed? Um, I don't think so, given the length of time between games. Um, but I, I do think, yeah, perhaps if they have an injury for a club, there's no need to rush them rush them back. All right. But I agree with you that uh, it, despite the uh, evidence uh, before us, uh, Aaron Ramsey, it's, it's a kind of inconceivable to see him sitting on the bench. All right, let's uh, finish with the forwards. So forwards, we have Gareth Bale, uh, Mark Harris, and Kiefer Moore. All right. Um, well, Bale, uh, uh, like Ramsey, kind of only started two of the six Nations League games from June to uh, September. And um, again, that's kind of what made me think they were managing the minutes of him and Ramsey. Uh, it's just speculation, though. Um, but uh, like Ramsey, I, I don't think I have to persuade you that it's hard not to see Bale as a starter. Um, Moore yeah. is getting close to being a starter uh, if it, uh, due to his form. So I wonder, you know, if Moore is in good form, uh, do you think Wales would like to use Bale in a more kind of uh, goal creation role rather than in a finishing role? Yeah, I think so. I think, um, I mean, Gareth Bale has played as a centre four, but I think right now Wales' best team has Kiefer Moore in it. Um, I think he is scoring goals, you know, in the Premier League. Um, and I think for Wales, where goal scoring is a problem, they need their goal scorers on the pitch. So I think the uh, the accommodation of Moore up front and then Bale on the wing um, is more suitable for Wales. Okay, so you're arguing for, uh, well, of course, we'll have Bale as a starter. Are you arguing for more than as a starter? I am, yeah. I... Yeah, yeah, I think so too. I think the form uh, uh, is making a difference here. Okay, well, I'm not sure if we have exactly 11 players there, but I'm pretty happy uh, with our thinking there. And uh, um, rather than going through the whole discussion that we had in the team podcast, we're reducing this discussion uh, in this one to one question. Does the selection change your opinion about their chances? Uh, what do you think, Connor? I don't think so. Um, I mean, we were pretty much spot on with who we thought would come, with rare exceptions. And, and partly that's because Wales has used a very consistent group of players and have really built a good team ethic. And I think I think that's a strength for them. And I think we kind of knew that going in. And Robert Page hasn't pulled any surprises. He's gone with the players he knows. So, um, yeah, hoping that Joe Allen is, is fit, of course, probably allows Wales to put forward their strongest team. 
Um, but uh, even if he was injured, I don't think um, I say Wales are much more or worse off than um, than I believe previously. Yeah, uh, I agree with you to the extent that nothing much has really changed here uh, that would uh, that would change my opinion. Uh, we kind of had them as a possible challenge for uh, second place. Uh, however, I'm thinking about the form of, of, of several of the Wales players. Um, as we've talked about, Kiefer Moore is looking good for Bournemouth. Uh, Danny James came on and looked dangerous uh, for his club uh, this weekend. And, and I've noticed uh, several kind of Welsh players, uh, their form uh, taking a bit of an upturn. Any, any, I mean, do you agree with that? Um, I, I do, actually. I think you make a good point. I think promotions have helped get some Welsh players to the Premier League. That includes Brandon Johnson, Harry Wilson, Kiefer Moore, Chris Mepham, all playing on newly promoted sides um, and generally doing well. Um, so I think that's a plus for Wales. And uh, yeah, hopefully that good form is carried into the cup. All right. Well, maybe I'll close with one more question, and that is uh, where are they going to finish in their group? Or in the in the tournament, I you, think, you, you you might want to answer the semi-finals uh, again. <laughs> I'd love to see it. I think they they will get out of their group, and I think they'll will be eliminated in the uh, round of sixteen. Uh, I think so too. I actually um, uh, I think they are to me looking better than uh, uh, USA at this point. I think uh, Iran can be a bit of a a dark horse, but actually they may prove. Um, they may prove the a more challenging team than than the USA for Wales, so I think they have a decent chance of uh, getting out of the group. All right, well that brings us to the end of this podcast. And keep in mind, we may be uh, we may be editing together a list of the bios of the twenty six final candidates. Uh, that won't be a separate podcast, but mostly an editing job on the main podcast and uh, if we're able to uh, find the time to do it that'll come out probably in the first few days of the cup all right well meanwhile keep an eye on us at soccer files canada that's soccer files with a ph in the middle and an s at the end and our website soccerfiles.captivate.fm and check uh, our show notes for links to our website and previous podcast series. All right. Well, good talking to you, Connor, and uh, we'll see you hopefully in our next podcast. All right. See you then. Bye-bye.